0: Hey, Chrissy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday
2: to you, Miss Heather.
0: How is it going
2: in Chrissy land? It's going great, except that I didn't get coffee before I came here today. Uh-oh. And I'm telling you, you missed a real friend opportunity. I really thought <laughs> I was going to show up and you were going to come through some coffee for me. <laughs>
0: so That is correct. You did text and tell me that you were running late and that you did not have coffee, and I totally did not pick up on the hint. I was
2: trying to throw it down for you. you well, Maybe you did. Maybe she did
0: coffee. No, I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm early. I guess. I'll have time to check my email. Well (laughs) I failed that that friend that friend test. My passive aggressive friend request. See, now that's the thing. You just just ask me for coffee. Just say, hey, can you pick me up some coffee? I wanted to see how
2: thoughtful you were. Well, you know what? I would have picked you up coffee.
0: Okay, now here's this is really interesting. (laughs) This is really interesting because this is kind of, sorta, what I want to talk with you about. Today.
2: That, of course, it is. Okay, this is how we do.
0: But before we get into the grab bag, um, I just need to get something off of my chest. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This is not new information. And everybody in my life who hears me say this is probably sick of it. But I am so needing vitamin C. S. E. A, I want to go to the beach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The weather is getting to the point where it's like the beach is calling me.
2: This morning I asked Siri what the weather was when I was getting ready because I didn't step outside. I just asked Siri. And she said that it was 70 degrees and that the high today was 82 and the low was 64. And I'm like, it's literally the most perfect yeah. spring that we've ever had. And yeah. we're not, like, allowed to do anything.
0: I know. Yeah. I know. And so I, I keep seeing um, pictures of the beach, and it's like, and I went kayaking
2: mm-hmm. over the
0: weekend, and that was like good for my soul, I'm and sure. I felt so happy, and um, so I'm. I, Just I'm feeling it in my bones. I need to get to the coast.
2: We're Florida people. We're
0: Florida people and we need to get down there. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, something that I saw this morning when I was um, wrapping up my my morning walk. Remember how back in the idealistic first early days of COVID Mm -hmm. um, when I decided that my family was going to do a couch to 5K?
2: I do remember this. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: So that's now turned into just like a morning walk. Mm hmm. Um, of which I am almost the only participant now. because <laughs> um, I've got one kid who who, to, who, one who who sleeps through the whole thing now. and then um, another who races ahead of me because he just wants to, to beat me. Um, so while not I competitive was competitive, no, yeah. no Well he is competitive. well, yeah, he is competitive. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's not into the walk. Um, But so while I was wrapping up my walk, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw something in a group that I'm in Mm -hmm. that just kind of made me laugh um, because I just thought it was funny. It's this I'm in this group of women um, and this person who I don't know posted wanted better Facebook friends.
2: (laughs) This is good already.
0: I have determined that I need better, wiser, more intelligent Facebook friends because my feed right now is poop emoji. (laughs) And this is one of my favorite groups online. So if you would like to Facebook friend a slightly eccentric, entrepreneurial, intelligent, spiritual, multicultural, open-minded person, I'd love to get to know you better and read new things. My posts are a combo of spiritual, funny, entrepreneurial, personal, and the occasional tell-it-like-it-is post. But I don't post political things. This really sounds like an ad, doesn't it? And then she has a hundred and sixty-two comments of people probably wanting to be her friend because she sounds awesome. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what? That's where we are. Like, if you don't like the friends that you've got, you can just chuck just the whole ones. lot, delete them,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I mean, get you new don't ones.
2: interact with any of them right. in life anyway. Right. So yeah.
0: this is the time to pretend like you never met. <laughs> None of that happened.
2: None of that happened. <laughs> I don't have to talk to you anymore, I right? guess.
0: Like, I'm sorry. Uh, do, we even, do I know you? I'm mm-hmm. sorry.
2: <laughs> Did you friend request her?
0: You know what? I think I might. You might? I might. But I, I have a lot of friends. Uh, but maybe maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Every day, I think, who are these people? Why? <laughs>
2: I think that's a funny post. I, like I thought that. it was funny, too. And I also thought it was
0: really real. You know? Like, that's fair. You know, like yeah. you get to a point in your life where you look around and you're like, these are the ones that I picked. I don't know how I feel about my choice.
2: Yeah, you can just go, like, delete all the, yeah. like like I do. you know? not just yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't really yeah. like you. Or...
0: So, okay, so I failed the friend test this morning, <laughs> um, so that happened. And then um, I saw this post about the woman wanting new friends on Facebook. She doesn't mm-hmm. like the ones that she has. And... Um, the topic, I actually posted a For Your Eyes
2: Only mm-hmm.
0: last night that mm-hmm. nobody responded to. hmm
2: and um, don't feel bad. I posted mine like days and days in well, advance yeah. because I, but I did post mine at like midnight on like a Wednesday, and I'm like, no one's gonna see this, you know, right. like the, how the time matters.
0: I posted mine and I thought it's kind of late. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I still wanted to do it because we said we were gonna do it, and I did
2: I put it. a tiger um, gif, in, I know, GIF I in my... and I know I saw it and
0: I scrolled right past. I I'm did glad not you scrolled past, it, but I wondered if that was a hint. I'll find out. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so I posted um, wondering about this because I saw this thing and I saved it because it might got me thinking.
1: What did what they come up with now? Ew!
2: Not
0: that Let's
1: one. see what's in the grab bag.
0: I think I've got it. These are the questions that I want to ask, okay? So what I really want to talk about is, do you think you're a good person? Don't answer it. Don't answer it because I have a test. Oh, okay. It's not really a test. It's the shopping okay. cart theory. Okay. This is written by some anonymous person on Facebook okay. that I don't know who they are or anything about them. But I saw it and I I did a screenshot of it because I thought I'm going to want to talk about this. Okay. So they say, the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. All right. Okay. Now, then there's a bunch of words. And at the end, it says... The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good or bad member of society. Okay. Okay. Now, that's a pretty big statement, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and then, like, the middle part is to return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient thing. Something that most people would say is the correct thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, not everybody does it. Right. You know, and there's different circumstances. It's not illegal to not return the shopping cart, mm-hmm. but it's certainly considered right. Mm-hmm. It is the right thing to do. But you're not going to get punished if you don't do it. I mean, it's, right? It's totally optional. Nobody's going to find you. You might be momentarily, you know, temporarily shamed in the parking lot with with like side looks if people see you leaving the park, leaving the the buggy mm-hmm. in a place where it could. Possibly, I like it when we call it a buggy. I call it
2: a buggy. That's what the Brits call it, and I think I've that's always cute. called it a buggy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, if you leave it in a place where, like, it might hit somebody's
2: car, you know.
0: Rude. Um, right. And so, basically, this person is taking a bit of a leap and saying, you know, like, nobody's going to punish you for not returning the car. You're not going to get a fine. Nothing is going to happen. And and by also, you will not gain anything by returning it. Like, there's no prize you know, you don't get anything in return for returning it. You return it because it is true. the I right thing to do. true. I get something out of it. Well, you, you get internal mm-hmm. happiness yeah. and personal satisfaction. So then they say a person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal. <laughs>
2: I think that's true.
0: An absolute savage.
2: <laughs> I think it's terrible. Who
0: can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with the law and force that stands behind it. Therefore, the shopping cart or buggy is what determines whether a person is good or bad for society.
2: I have an extremely strong distaste of people who don't put their shopping carts Do online. you? Really? Extremely. Yeah, I think it's just... I'm like... I also um, hate the people who... We'll sit and wait so that they can park in, like, the front spot. Oh, that drives me crazy. I'm like, are we this lazy as a society that you can't walk across the damn parking lot and put this cart in the little cart stall? Like, I don't dig it as much if I have to walk all the way up to the front of the store to return it. I still will, but I don't like it as much. The only time that I would not return a cart or that I would, like try to finagle a different situation was when my children are like tiny babies when they were teeny teeny little right and they're like in the hot car and it's like 95 degrees in florida and my groceries are in the hot car and i am like a mom and i have screaming babies you know like then i'm probably gonna look around for some help but especially now that they're big like i make my kids right prioritize (laughs) taking the cart back to like i'm like i'm gonna leave the cart here we're not a bunch of assholes i try to park near
0: the the cart corral
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so that it's easy for me to just like unload my stuff and then put the buggy in the thing
2: Mm -hmm. and so
0: if i can park by that then i will but if i don't then i i try to park in a place where it's easy for me to return the cart
2: I am not usually mindful of if I park near a cart corral, I'll just go find one, unless I'm at the north side Target. The, the <laughs> That's tar- my Target. Remember, I know your Target. Remember your Target? and I, I told you I was never going to go there because I knew that once I went there, I was going to get sucked into the joy of that Target. You'll be and so it's spoiled. But that parking lot is terrible. When Isn't you try it? to push a cart through that parking lot, it's bumpy and oh. it's shaky and it's, and it's really, really bad. Yeah. And... So I try to park really, really close there, and I try to park really close to a cart corral, and someone needs to repave that parking lot is the moral of that story
0: true story when um i had an infant and i went to that target i was afraid that i was gonna like have a baby baby. Mm -hmm. right it's terrible yeah because his head would jiggle all over the place because of that parking lot and i was like oh my gosh i'm hurting
2: my baby i mean target we love you but repave that damn parking lot on the (laughs) north side in tallahassee florida i think they do
0: it so that people don't um drive too fast it doesn't affect the driving you know what I nearly think it like does? it affects the cart. I think it keeps the carts from rolling around.
2: I don't know. I would say that 99% of places don't have a parking lot like that. Well,
0: I can't say that I've always returned the cart because there are definitely times when I haven't. Um, when I have put it in a place where I felt like it was appropriate. But I try to park in such a way that it's going to be easy to return the cart or what I will do is try to bag up my stuff so that I don't even have to bring the cart into the parking lot and I can carry my bags.
2: Mm, I very rarely do that one. Now, will you – oh, you don't You don't do the Publix anymore. Um, if you were to do the Publix, do you let the person um, help with your, like, going to the car? Not usually, but I will um, try to
0: flag one down to bring the buggy back up.
2: You know, what's funny is I was talking to Dapper Dan about this, and he's like – Never ask the person to come out like they they are needed inside for someone who really needs their help, and I said no 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 no, like when I ask them to bring my stuff out, it's for them. Right, they get a break so, because I'm like they get a break, they get to be out in the sunshine, they don't have to stand there in the monotony of putting. I was like it's totally for them. Yeah, and when I said that to him, he's like. Literally never thought of that in my life. And it makes total sense. Like, and I would never ask them to do it if it was raining. Me either. Mm -mm. I will only ask them if it's sunny and beautiful and they would probably like to walk outside for a minute. Yeah. You
0: know, I do that, too. Like when they offer if it's really, really hot, Mm -hmm. I say no, because Mm -hmm. I want them to be able to stay in the air conditioning. Yeah, if it's bad weather. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it's a nice day, then it's like, yeah,
2: come on. Yeah, you know, and and I I and do. I have fun conversations with them. Of course, I do. Well, like, I see, make friends with them. I'm not
0: a small talker, so I don't enjoy the small talk. Like, the t- no, we don't
2: small talk. We get deep quickly. <laughs> 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 no, totally kidding. Like, no, I just enjoy it, and I like. I feel like I've done a good deed. Yeah, and, you know. And same with the returning the cart. I yeah. feel like I did what I was supposed to do, and it's kind of fun to return the cart. Really, I like getting like. Kind of across the aisle from it, and giving it a big show. Oh as my hard gosh! <laughs> I'm so scared
0: to do that. I'm so scared when I oh, when it's the I push. It,
2: it's so rewarding. Well, especially at
0: Trader Joe's, like their cart corral is really narrow, and it, you have to get the buggy in just the right way. And if I let it go and it just kind of rolls forward, I'm I know it's not going to hit a car because it's in the confines of the mm-hmm. barricade. But I still have this feeling like, oh, my gosh, it's going to hit something. And uh,
2: I get freaky it's like, just thinking about it. It's like bowling. It's terrific. Yeah. And the best is if I can get it, if I can push it so that it ends up lining up inside the next yes, cart and pushing perfect. that one through. Oh, that's, that's the best. Such a great that's, prize. That, yeah. is a,
0: that is a great feeling. <laughs> well, I sometimes will also look for another person who looks like they might want my buggy. And then I'm like, hey, you want this one? It's good. Or sometimes I'll say, you don't want this one. It's bad.
2: In, in the uh, COVID days, though, you can't do that. That's cause true. You have to take, like, in fact, I even think about that because n- right now I won't walk it back up to the store door in the same way. Like, I'll have to go find, I'll search the parking lot for a place to put it because I know that they want to pull them in in a cluster and disinfect right. them all. yeah. And so I don't want to take it in and drop it where I normally would. Cause you know how you get like inside the door and you just kind of right, leave yeah. it there. You don't like necessarily line it back up and all the ones cause somebody else is just going to come grab it. Yeah. But now I know they don't want that. They yeah. want to disinfect the fact that That's I touched true. it. I haven't used the buggy in COVID days. I know. Cause you don't go to the store no, anymore except no. for, for hummus. Right. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> and I don't need a buggy for that. So this all leads into this. I, I was wondering, What percentage of people who do bad things or a bad thing or something that somebody would consider would be bad? Like right now, there's a lot of shaming. Oh, yes. And so what percentage of people who do bad things are actually bad people?
2: Oh, very few. You
0: think? Yeah. I I agree. I wonder what percentage of people are bad. And I wonder, are you born bad? Or do you become bad?
2: Well, that's a pretty weighty question. I know. I know. You know I've been watching a lot of Ted Bundy biopics. Oh, gosh. Well, Okay, so
0: tell me what, you know, that's kind of like, I was thinking like Hitler. Okay. Okay, so I was thinking Hitler, I think, is somebody that everybody would would agree did bad things.
2: Mm -hmm. Was
0: he a bad person? Yeah,
2: I think Hitler's a bad person. Was he born bad?
0: Or did he become bad? I think
2: that, as with most things, there's a nature and a nurture component.
0: Well, Bobby Wagner, a clinical psychologist and teaching fellow at Harvard University, says there are no such thing as bad babies. At our core, we all have a true self that is kind, compassionate, caring, curious, and calm. It's environment that gets in the way of this true self.
2: But I think, yeah, I I mean, I agree with that, but I do think that there are individuals who have more of a um, genetic disposition to anger or to, you know, like, so some of the traits that have run in their family could be not highly desirable traits that could lead to, quote, bad, you know, behavior.
0: Right. Yeah. Well. I um, was curious about this when I was just thinking about like how do we decide if somebody's good or bad? How do we decide if people deserve a second chance? Mm-hmm. Um, I you know watching that 100 humans show, there was an episode about
2: I still haven't watched it. Um,
0: well, I haven't watched all of the episodes mm-hmm. either, but there's um, there is one where they explore how attractiveness, ways into people's judgment of you on a scale of morality. Of like, they had a simulation where um, two different groups were shown two different photographs of a supposed um, person on trial, accused person. Mm-hmm. So the person had been accused of, um, I think one of them was like, was drug possession of drug stuff Mm -hmm. and then one of them was um a child death like an infant death Mm -hmm. and the photograph of the person who they were saying did the thing if for one group it was somebody who did not meet societal norms for attractiveness and the other group saw a picture of somebody who would be considered reasonably would be considered generally attractive Mm -hmm. and when they came back with their verdict the less attractive person got a much harsher sentence than the more attractive
2: person I believe that yeah even when we were talking the other day about the the hot and leather show where we talked about you know that good looking people can get away with you know things that less good-looking people sometimes can't, you yeah. know. And we're more likely to forgive. I mean, and honestly, Ted Bundy's a good example of that. Mm-hmm. With all these chicky chicks sitting at his trial like, "I just wanted to be in the same room with him." <laughs> like weird and creepy, you know, but he was attractive and I don't see how someone like him could do this mm-hmm. because he has light blue eyes. You know, like crazy. Right. They were yeah, entranced. You can be pretty and bad. I mean, look at this is not nice to say. Look at the Kardashians. <laughs> They're not bad. No, I'm totally, like, that was just a low, below the belt blow. Sorry.
0: Yeah. They're not bad people. No. Shallow. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't even know them. Yeah, we don't know them. I've never we don't even know the
2: Kardashians, and they might be terrific.
0: <laughs> I've never even watched...
2: One episode, me neither. Not one.
0: Anything with a Kardashian, I'm making a total,
2: (laughs) totally judgment, totally same. And that's why I'm like, (laughs) that isn't even nice of you, Chrissy. You don't know. You don't know those Kardashians. They might be working their tails off to be, you know, lovely. Well, um, so I looked up
0: when I started looking around the internet and kind of just Googling these questions, like. Like what percentage what makes somebody a good person? What makes somebody a bad person? I found a story of this this article that a a woman wrote about when she went to she was in New Orleans and Mm -hmm. she went to a psychic Mm -hmm. and um, thinking of a question to ask. And she said the question that came out was, am I a good person? And the psychic that she went to was kind of caught off guard and it's like, well, that's not what people normally ask Mm me. Um, Am
2: I going to find love?
0: Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) But I, but the psychic said, I think the fact that you care shows that you are Mm -hmm. because if you didn't care, would that be an indication that you're not a good person? And it says, this is the type of question that I would classify as one of those things you generally don't ever ask anyone close to you. Similar to, am I lovable? Why do people hate me? Or am I annoying?
2: We ask these questions I all was the time. just <laughs> thinking that.
0: I was like, we've done a show on we've am done, I annoying? Yeah, absolutely. What yeah. if nobody liked you? Mm-hmm. At best, they are attempts to fish for compliments. And at worst, they are an open invitation to attack one's fragile self-concept. I don't know.
2: I, I don't know. If I... I agree with that. I feel like. I mean, certainly you don't want someone to come say, actually, you're pretty much an asshole. You know what I mean? But. I mean, you can have open, honest, candid conversation. And I guess it's a trust of what kind of conversation you can have. Like, I mean, we can admit our own faults and we should assume that other people can see some of our faults, too, that we're not hiding them that well. Right. You know, um, that we're not... you know. <laughs> We're not as sly as we think yeah, we are. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. Well, I think
0: it's something interesting to think about. You know, what, what do we believe makes somebody good? What makes somebody bad? At what point do we decide that somebody is good or bad? How many chances do we give people? You know, it's just kind of something that I... I was I was thinking about it over the weekend.
2: I have an g- example that I think you might like okay. um, because it involves you too. Um, remember? So we uh, we have a mutual friend who um, I think we met at the same time. You might have met the friend a little bit ahead of me. Okay, but um, so so we met this friend, and when we met the friend, they had a person in their life who I already knew that I didn't care for the other person in their life. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So I meet this person, and I know that this person has a relationship with someone that I don't really care for. Okay. And I was having a bad freaking day. hmm And I was in a bad mood, and I was semi-unpleasant. And so that... And I, fainted. at the end of it, was like, I don't think I like this person. hmm And then I had a second interaction with this person... And was like, this person is awesome. Right. This person is freaking great. And I said to you, Mm -hmm. I I texted you and I said, (laughs) hey, I ended up having another interaction with this person. And I really, really like the person. And you were like, yeah, they're great. (laughs) And you were in a shitty mood. (laughs) And you were 100% right. So I made a snappy bad judgment. And then I had to go back later and reassess. And found out that I was wrong and that I had brought someone into my life that I really enjoy having in my life. Well, I'm glad I had a happy ending. It did. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so that line of thinking brought me into kind of the next phase. Like, I started out with what makes somebody a good person? What makes somebody a bad person? How do we decide? How do we know what we are? Do we change over time? Blah, blah, blah. Then I started thinking about what about the people who we realize at some point are bad for us?
2: Yeah, and I think that that is, I mean, that happened to me a lot, especially when I um, got divorced. Mm -hmm. Because suddenly you don't have the same things in common. You don't fit the same way Mm -hmm. with um, some people. And... Yeah, I found a couple people who, you know, like, I don't wish them poorly, and I don't think, think bad thoughts about them or anything. But I just know that it's not someone that I can trust and someone that I can continue to interact with, even though we were pretty good friends before. Would you consider that person toxic? I would consider some aspects and qualities of their personality to be toxic, yes.
0: I think toxic is a word that gets tossed around and and labeled. Like people get slapped with that as a label Mm -hmm. um, without having a real um, kind of accepted idea of what that really means. Mm -hmm. And I was curious about toxic people. Like how do you decide that somebody is toxic? And then have you ever had an experience with somebody that you decided was toxic? And what did you do about it?
2: I mean, those are the kind of people that I just severely limit my interactions with or, you know, wipe out. I would say that possibly during that same period of time when I was getting divorced and going through things, there are probably a few people who were my friends that might say that I was toxic, you Mm -hmm. know, and might say that, you know, I was bad for them. Um, And especially... When I was drinking a lot, because mm. I'm a very different personality when I drink. I don't really know what I'm like, but um, I think it's a lot. <laughs> 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 like, just from from the from the rumblings I've right, heard, from what you've uh, heard, from what I've heard, that person is a is a special, different person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually had a, a former friend of mine. She said to me, "She's like, you know, that there are people in our neighborhood who ask me like why I would want to be your friend." And she's Hmm. like, and they, you know, she's like, I tell them, you know, that we, we spent a lot of our relationship like walking together, Uh you know, sober in the mornings, you know what I mean? And we really liked each other when we walked together sober. And we also were part of a group that we did a lot of partying together. And we did not get along uh, as drunk people. Hmm. Like we, we really didn't like each other drunk. And. So like some of her friend network, which was not my friend, like we, we were friends and then we each had our own network, you know what I mean? And the people in her group would be like, well, I don't know, that girl seems very, like she's just very, she, she says what she's thinking and she's brazen and she, you know, like, why would you, why do you like her, you know? And, and she came to me when I first started writing for um, the Democrat Mm -hmm. and she was like, I don't. I don't know why you would write this stuff. I don't know why you would write this like candid, personal stuff. And she's like, "I, I think that you really need to stop it. And I think that you really need to like get over, you know, like what." And and it was it was this thing where we just had very, very different worldviews, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I think that for her, it was difficult to reconcile the things that mattered to her with the things that mattered to me, and to see my stuff as quote, okay or acceptable right. to talk about, you know? Um we live very different lives. Like uh, her like the reasons that I left my marriage exist in her marriage too and would never be reasons that she would leave. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. like, so it was just tough to reconcile values, I guess. Yeah. You know, our values were different. Yeah. And I don't think that makes either one of us bad necessarily. No. You know, it's just. No. Just not well suited. Very different. Yeah. And so I don't know. She may say, well, she was toxic, you know, or mm-hmm. she may say we just had different values. I don't know yeah. what her take on on it is. You well, know?
0: for me, from I, I have had a few people in my life that I have considered to be toxic. And mm-hmm. and for me, the criteria that I used to come to that decision was how I felt when I was around them. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I, I actually found a um, an article that I'll post in the show notes that um, has some um, some tips or, or kind of criteria for what makes somebody top toxic. Um, the first is they badmouth other people. Um, and I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. there's a definition, the you know, that's there's a difference between. I guess you know you know when somebody's bad mouthing somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they complain constantly. Yes, bring you and constantly complain. Um, I thought this was interesting. They ask for special treatment. Um, and, and then the paragraph says, you know who I mean, the person who expects you to accept their submission, even though it's a day or two past the deadline, the person who absolutely must get into your event for free, even though everyone else is paying, the person who asks you for a special favor when you've only just met. Just imagine what they'll ask for once they get to know you better. Yeah, I get that. And I think that that's kind of along the line of, constantly pushing your boundaries mm-hmm. and constantly asking you to push your boundaries out for them.
2: Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm.
0: I definitely know that when I'm with somebody like that and it's a consistent part of our relationship, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I can't, I not comfortable in that relationship.
2: I think that really mindful people, you know, are unconsciously aware of that. Like today with me being late here, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how much I hated being late. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, you know, super upset. And, you know, I don't like to be late because... You don't know what's going to be sticky in someone's head that, oh, yeah, her, she 15 minutes late. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, and, and I don't like that. And I don't want that. I'm, you know, I'm, I try to be very punctual and I try to be very, like, I try to put my best foot forward and I try to respect you and your time. And I don't want you and John to be like, she doesn't respect our time because I happened to be late today. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I think that there's, there's a difference there. And I also yeah. think the the other things that you said, you know, about um, the, the first two, say the first two again.
0: Uh, they badmouth people and they ask for special treatment or oh, they complain.
2: Yeah. And to me, uh, that particular friend that I was just talking about, mm-hmm. I was wondering for other people, because with that friend, there was like a straw that broke the camel's back moment. Uh-huh. So there was a history of this person frequently complaining about her situation, but not taking steps to change it, you know? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just kind of, all right, fine, 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 you know, whatever. But um, there was also a history of, that I tried to stay clear of, but as we would walk and as we would do things together, there was a lot of chit-chat about other people in the neighborhood and other potential divorces and, yeah, like, and all these things. And and it always felt weird, and I I knew to an extent that she did it about me, too, Mm -hmm. and, there was a straw that broke the camel's back moment where she fed me some misinformation that she knew would be extremely like extremely emotional and extremely hurtful to me and that was completely untrue and unfounded and I really felt like she fed it to me to get Mm
1: -hmm. fodder
2: for the gossip wheel you know like to to get a reaction out of me. Right. That but then she could tell somebody that was, else. Quote, about. crazy or whatever that, you know, then she could go like. And when I realized the falseness of the information I had been given, you know, because it took, uh, it took three or four days to kind of hash through, oh my God, that wasn't true. Like, right. it wasn't true at all. It was completely false. It was completely fabricated. Right. And it was completely done for my. pain you know manipulation then I was like okay like that was the straw Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm not friends with this person anymore like I'm I'm never going to walk with this person again I'm never going to you know like I was just like all right you know you you've showed me who you are enough Mm -hmm. times and when someone shows you who they are like believe Believe them. them yeah I've I have
0: only cut a couple of people out of my life and both times um, it was because they were mean to my friends. They, mm-hmm. If you are mean to my friends, and I mean cruel,
2: mm-hmm. you know, like, if
0: you are mean to my friends, or really anybody, mm-hmm. but if if I if you are consistently cruel, laughing at other people's expense, trying to manipulate, or just outright mean. Like, I had one friend who didn't want me to be friends with anybody else. I could, I, she only wanted me to be friends with her. She had a ton of friends, but she mm-hmm. didn't want me to have any other friends. Mm-hmm. And... And when we would interact with other people, I I just noticed a pattern of her just being really snooty mm-hmm. and um and just not uh, hospitable and and not friendly at all to my other friends. And eventually, I woke up and was like, "This is not a healthy friendship, right?" Um, and and I did decide that that person was toxic and 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 had other characteristics that are in this assessment also. Um, that once I put them all together, I decided this is this is somebody that I can't have in my life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I'm going to post these um, in the show notes and see so that anybody can take a look. Um, but the re- really, the the last one is I think the clincher, and and I think it comes down to everything that we've talked about today with being a good person. Is somebody good? What makes them good? What makes them bad? Uh, who is it? Oh, Mash, am I going to actually have a Heather's quote? <gasps>
2: oh hooray
0: here's something someone else said that we wish we said but since they said it we don't have to say it and they said it better anyway so here's heather's quote um is it maya Angelou who says people won't remember what you did Mm -hmm. or what you said but how Mm -hmm. they how you make them feel Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what i think is the the manner of of a good friend now Ted Bundy made people feel great at times.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Before I bashed
0: your head in right. with a log. But you know what I'm talking about.
2: When, Dad, when you, you should have just <laughs> left it at Maya Angelou.
0: <laughs> Let's go back to the nice flowery part where, but truly, when you're, when you're in the company of people who make you feel good and make you feel like, like you are appreciated, then I think that you're in the company of somebody who is not
2: toxic for you. I agree.
0: Yeah. Well, so I I don't know really what I wanted to know from this conversation. I just wanted to talk about it.
2: I mean, I think it's a cool thing to talk about. I like it when we get into, you know, the oh. friendship and society and how people work. You yeah. Know? It's, it's just interesting and it's just, yeah. you know. And how we
0: decide. What's okay and, and what we're not okay with?
2: Well, and I think a lot of it comes down to learning to trust yourself too, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of people, and perhaps, you know, times in our past, we were one of those people who are like, I don't know, maybe, like, maybe it's me, maybe there's nothing wrong with them, and it's just me. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I don't know why I'm I mean, like, you really got to learn to trust yourself and trust them. No, like, if I don't feel good with this person, then mm-hmm. I don't feel good with this person, right? You know, and and, and I'll be okay without them and i think sometimes it's a perfectly lovely person that maybe you just don't have that strong of a connection with and so you like they're not bad you're not bad it's just not a match Just not a match and that's okay too it's just a poop emoji it's just a poop emoji (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) or maybe it's just a meh meh yeah well um you know i i saw once and this is how i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap this up but First, I'm going to give you a little bit of don't forget your homework. Put your buggy back. Do it. Do it. Put your buggy back. It does not take long. You'll feel good about yourself. Other people will feel good about you. All of the good things are going to happen.
2: Crash it hard. It's fun.
0: (laughs) Play the puzzle game where you try to line it right up so it goes (laughs) slides and clicks in with all the other ones. And, And really... Do the things that you want to see in others. Be the change that you want to be in the world, Gandhi. Another quote. (laughs) Well, and then here's one more to close out. Confidence is not knowing everyone will love you. It's knowing that you'll be okay if they don't.
2: And you delivered it well. I did. I
0: didn't mess it up. I'm so proud of you. I was, and it's lovely. Thank you. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Whether you're good or bad or whether other people think you're good or bad, um, be true to yourself. If you need new Facebook friends, put a wanted ad out <laughs> and you never know what you might get. Put your, put your buggy back and um, go out and do something good for the world. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things.
1: For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.